0: That's N O O M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.
1: Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Disney Wishes Bride Erica Ortega about her ceremony at the Wedding Pavilion and her reception at the Grand Floridian Convention Center's St. Augustine Ballroom. I thought you guys would be interested to hear how Erica planned her day, especially all of the wonderful floral and decor that she had and any tips that she has about that for future Disney Brides and Grooms. Welcome, Erica.
2: Hi, how are you?
1: I'm great. Thanks so much for being on the show today. I'm really excited to share the story of your day. So let's get started and find out how you guys decided that you wanted to get married at Disney.
2: I have known since I was about 17 or 18 that I wanted to get married at Disney. My fiance and I met my last semester in college and we went ahead and we traveled to Disney the first time summer 2011 and I actually showed him all through Disney and he actually complimented me that that day he was like wow you're actually smart (laughs) (laughs) and I basically took him to four parks in one day made him go through everything and I think ever since that trip that we have just really fell in love with Disney and a few years down the line he proposed to me and he proposed at Disney in Cinderella's castle and he pretty much just knew along, he went along with the ride that knowing that I wanted to have a Disney wedding basically my whole life and he was just up for it, no questions asked, he was a good trooper about it.
1: <laughs> That's awesome, so how did your friends and family react to that news?
2: Well, my mom kind of knew it as well. She was like, okay, yeah, I know this is what she wants. This is what we're doing. She was very excited. My dad was kind of like, oh, you know, hesitant because he actually had been a reverend at a Disney wedding before and it was very um, cliche Disney wedding. There was, the characters were there. Everything was very Magic Kingdom, Disney oriented. So he was a little afraid that that's the route that I was going. However, I had to just sit down and tell him I yes, I do love Disney and I do want Disney elements, but it's just gonna be more of a classic timeless wedding just in the fairy tale setting. So but everyone else, my friends, knew as well. Like I think I ordered the Disney Weddings pamphlet at seventeen <laughs> years old. <laughs> and it's kind of what I've always known and they kind of knew already too.
1: <laughs> That's awesome.
2: So how many guests ended up making the trip? We had about 120 people show up at our wedding. Oh, wow. Were they coming locally from the East Coast, West Coast, all over? Well, we are in Miami, so most of our family came from Miami and just traveled the three and a half hours up to Disney. Oh, that's great. So that's convenient. Now, how did you decide
1: on your ceremony and reception venues?
2: Well, for me, like again, (laughs) I've known since I was about 17, 18 years old. On my trips to Disney, I would ride the monorail and I would look down at the wedding pavilion. And I knew from the beginning that's where I was going to get married and I was going to have my reception at the Grand Floridian. There was no second thoughts about anything else.
1: That's great. So tell me a bit about whether you had a theme or colors and how you incorporated that into your events.
2: Our color scheme was blush, ivory, and gold. My theme was kind of a timeless, romantic, royal wedding. We wanted it to be classic, something that would last throughout the years. I was inspired by Cinderella's Ball, the recent Cinderella the ball and her floral arrangement. I was also inspired by, I'm a really big Gossip Girl fan, and Blair Waldorf's wedding was the royal wedding. So a lot of my floral decor and the peonies especially that I'm obsessed with came from her wedding style. So it was definitely just like a classic timeless royal theme kind of pulled into a fairy tale. Did you do
1: all of your floral and decor through Disney or did you work with an outside vendor?
2: No, yeah. We definitely used everything through Disney. I was hesitant to use an outside vendor because I was afraid that things wouldn't go as well as planned. Um, Maybe the flowers will arrive late. Since we don't live in the Orlando area, I just wanted to go ahead and let Disney take care of everything.
1: And what did you do to get that lush floral and decor look?
2: We met with our wedding planner and I sent her, I showed her several pictures on Pinterest. We went back and forth several months. I started the wedding planning process very early. So, for six months, we were back and forth, exchanging pictures, showing the different flowers that I wanted. I wanted it to be very clean. So, I did love the hydrangeas, the different color roses, and the lots of greenery to kind of add that enchantment to it. Thank you, Pinterest. I also was inspired with the blush uplighting to add it to the to add to the really pretty pinks in the Grand Floridian ballrooms to just make it that romantic setting.
1: Now you had a lot of draping. Can you talk about was that based on your Pinterest photos or was that something your planner
2: suggested? No, it was definitely based on my Pinterest photo. <laughs> There was one photo that I was just in love with the champagne drapes. And we didn't drape the whole ballroom. We only draped the back wall because the ballroom itself is just so pretty. We didn't want to cover the beautiful wallpapering of the Grand Floridian because it's, it's exactly what it is. It's grand. So we just did that back wall, and it was a blush draping with a light pink uplighting.
1: Another thing that you did that you don't see a ton in Disney weddings is you had a big, long Roman table. I take it that was for the wedding party?
2: Yes. Well, there were two Roman tables. We had one for the wedding party and for our closest friends, and then the other was for our closest family.
1: And how did you like that setup? Because you don't see it a lot, people might be
2: hesitant, but it looks really great in photos. It looks great in photos. Going back to it now, I kind of wish I didn't do it because I feel that a lot of people were like blocked from seeing. So if I would have done the Roman tables, I would have kind of done them maybe down the middle instead of doing them like vertical. I would have done them horizontal and then have the round tables around them on both sides, just kind of so that everybody could have had like a nice view.
1: That's a really good point. Do you also have any tips about linens? I know sometimes people get overwhelmed with that, but they can really help make the feel of the decor. And I know you used a lot of specialty linens.
2: I did. The linens was actually something that we were back and forth with a lot because it. since we use Disney, a lot of the things are priced higher. So, um, we, I used the two sparkly glitz linens on our cake table and on the sweetheart table just to make it, you know, pop more. We went ahead and we just used ivory linens for the Roman tables, which I wish we would have added a different type of linen because when I look back at the picture, it does look very pretty. It looks very clean. But if we would have had the overlay, how the round tables had, I think it would have popped a little bit more.
1: That's an interesting point. Okay. Now, you had the ceremony and the reception. Did you add a
2: dessert party that day or as a welcome party? We did not have a dessert party that day because our ceremony started at 5 p.m. So it was from 5 to 5.30. Our cocktail hour was from 6 to 7, and our reception was from 7 to 12 a.m. So it was a full-on party. (laughs) But we did have the night before we had our rehearsal dinner, and we had it at the Grand Floridian Marina where we had burger bites and fries, and we were able to see the Wishes fireworks over the bay, and that was just absolutely beautiful.
1: I must be hungry because that sounds amazing
2: right now. (laughs) (laughs) It was so amazing. The food at our wedding, I think, was everybody compliments us on how wonderful the food was. That's great. So you've
1: talked a little bit about a rough timeline of how your ceremony and reception worked. Could you give my listeners a timeline of how you planned the whole day so that you would be ready on time and have time for photos and all of that?
2: We actually started getting ready around, we, all the bridesmaids and all my, the mothers, we met around 10 a.m. for breakfast at one of the ballrooms in the Grand Floridian Convention Center because it was about 10 of us getting ready. So 10 of us in a suite, we didn't want to be so tight. So we went ahead and we um, rented out a ballroom and our planner helped us get breakfast coordinated and everything so we had breakfast the makeup artists and the hair people arrived i want to say around 11 ish they went ahead and they started doing all the bridesmaids hair and makeup the mother of the bride the mother of the groom my stepmother's hair my bridesmaids went and in their robes fetched us lunch. <laughs> they were getting all this attention.
1: <laughs> I'll bet, because they were only wearing robes.
2: <laughs> yeah, um, they knew that everybody knew that they were in the bridal party. So that was pretty fun. I wanna say that my photographer showed up like around two p.m. She had brought we had the photographer, the videographer, an extra videographer, and another photographer. So One photographer and a videographer was with me, and the other two were with my husband, Ozzy, in his room. I don't know what was going on with the boys. I can't really tell you. (laughs) (laughs) But (laughs) they came to us. They took pictures of me and the girls in our robes with my mom, my mother-in-law. We went ahead. The girls started getting dressed. I got dressed into my dress, and then we took pictures. We did a first look with my dad. I took pictures with my sisters, my stepmom, my mom, the girls. And then we went ahead and it was time to, to walk over. And something that's pretty funny is that I was actually getting ready. The area that we were getting ready was right across from the St. Augustine Ballrooms. So I was always peeking in there, trying to tell my planner, okay, can we do this, can we move oh. this? I, this uplighting isn't what I wanted. So I was in there kind of dictating <laughs> everything and it got to the point that Maxine was like, Erica, you need to stop, let me do my job. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and she never scheduled a bridal suite across from the room again. <laughs>
2: i'm sure she's not but i was in there she's like i want you to be surprised and i was like but i just want to help i want to be in here (laughs) so um after we were finally ready we walked over to the grand and we took some pictures in the lobby and it was just amazing everybody was complimenting us little girls were just in awe it was the moment that i had been dreaming of for many many years it was amazing After we took pictures in the lobby, my mom and dad, we went ahead and we went into Cinderella's carriage that escorted us to the wedding pavilion. And I went ahead and we walked in um, and they put me in the holding room. The bride's vestibule. And I was so nervous. I was shaking. Shaking. I had to take a shot of whiskey. (laughs) (laughs) And it's funny because I didn't think that I would be so nervous. Because Ozzy and I had been together for five years. We lived together. The wedding was just more of something like, you know, to tie everything together. But I was so nervous. (laughs) So then after that, we had the ceremony. After the ceremony, we had the stage exit. We had about 30 minutes to take pictures which was not enough time. Disney kept us on a really, really, really tight schedule. And I don't know if it's because we brought outside photography or if they're just that strict, but it wasn't enough time, which made me really sad. And then after we took some pictures in the pavilion in Lookout Point, we went ahead and we made our way back to the Grands. My husband and I took some photos there and then we made our way to the reception. So
1: can you tell me a little bit about what the most and least important aspects were when you were planning and you wanted to focus your attention and your budget or save time and save some money?
2: Some of the most important things were I had to have a bouquet of peonies. Like there was no ifs, ands, or buts. I had to have it. They, f- I think they flew in my bouquet from New Zealand. Wow. <laughs> yeah, because peonies were not in season. So that was something that I had to have. I had to have Cinderella's carriage, which is pretty funny because after I had it, I was kind of like, oh my God, it's so, it was so hard to get in and out of the carriage. My dress ripped at the bottom. (gasps) (laughs) Yeah, it was extremely difficult. And so it looks beautiful in pictures, but (laughs) be ready to struggle (laughs) when you're getting in and out of it. Wow. So I think those were two things that I was just really really headset on and also my cake as well. It had to be a five-tier cake. I wanted a huge cake. I wanted it to be bigger than me. <laughs> we had so much leftover cake. It wasn't even funny. We gave away some cake to the man who helped us bring our stuff back in from the reception. We had like cake enough to take to my grandfather's home. It was it was It was crazy.
1: (laughs) Well, then I have to ask, did you have a different set of flavors in each tier?
2: No, we didn't. We had red velvet with cream cheese and buttercream frosting, and it was just absolutely amazing. The best cake we've ever had. Wow. Yes. And were there aspects where you saved some time or money? Where we saved some money was, first of all, not draping the whole room pipe and draping just pipe and draping one wall I removed some of the really pretty sheer overlays from on top of the roman tables, so we saved some money there I had to give and take in flowers you know I had to choose did I want like an enormous amount of flowers that I wanted to keep it clean and simple so we I definitely was conservative when choosing the flowers and the arrangements Something else that we definitely saved on was decorating the pavilion. I feel that the pavilion itself is just so beautiful that it does not need a lot of decor. So instead of having the runner and the rose petals and going overboard in the pavilion, we went ahead and we just did simple rose clusters on each pew. And we had rose petals at the top of the altar with our unity candles and in photos it looks absolutely beautiful
1: that's great
2: so we definitely saved a lot of money I feel in the pavilion because it was a short time there we wanted to put more money into the reception where most of the time was going to be spent we also didn't over decorate the cocktail hour we did some floating candles some floating flowers inside of um, water bowls we put some picture frames of Ozzy and I throughout the different tables and I think like little tea light candles. So we definitely went very simple with the cocktail hour as well. And where was your cocktail hour held? It was held in the white patio hall. So people were able to either be inside with the cheese station. Oh, that's something else where we saved in the um, cocktail hour. We did the cheese station versus having like hot foods going out. So that's something where we also saved. And, and everybody actually loved the cheeses. They said that they were phenomenal. And it was really great that they were able to be indoor and outdoors. so they could see the monorail passing. They could be indoor sitting and chatting. So they had the best of both worlds.
1: That's great. That's a good tip about the appetizers at the pre-reception because you don't want people to be so full that they're not going to eat this lavish reception spread that you have for them.
2: Exactly. And we chose such a delicious meal that for dinner that we really didn't want everyone to be so full. Tell me a little bit about how you chose your menu and what your favorites were. We chose our menu. Um, I We looked through it and looked through it and looked through it. And um, when we went ahead and we went to the food tasting, we tried several things we tried the mac and cheese we tried the the beef we tried the chicken we tried the sliders we tried everything and um we ended up choosing the rotisserie chicken I believe with risotto on the side and some uh, green beans and it was absolutely amazing it was so delicious the chicken was fresh it was hot the risotto was it was like that mushy risotto that is just melts in your mouth it was absolutely phenomenal
1: that's great so what is your favorite memory of your wedding day
2: I think I have to say that my favorite memory of my wedding day is when I was walking down the aisle to Claire de Lune and Ozzy I look up and Ozzy's crying and then I start crying hysterically because um my husband's not a big crier he's he's not um emotional So to see him tear up and cry at the altar meant a lot to me because that's the moment that every bride wants, (laughs) to make sure your husband really loves you because he's crying at the altar. (laughs) (laughs) So that was absolutely amazing. It was, I had dreamed about that day for so long and it came true when I was walking down the aisle.
1: Oh, that's wonderful.
2: So did anything go wrong or just not turn out
1: like you expected?
2: The only thing that I was a little disappointed with was definitely the amount of time we had for pictures. It was very, very, very rushed. And that's the only thing that I was just a little upset about. You know, I didn't get all the shots that I wanted. And that was, that's the only thing that really went wrong.
1: Was there any aspect of the wedding that seemed like a big deal beforehand or you were worried about and then turned out not to be?
2: Family drama. (laughs) I (laughs) think that everybody goes through that. Um, You just have to remember that it's you and your husband's to be day and nothing can ruin that. And don't let anything ruin that.
1: (laughs) That's great advice. You talked a little bit about the sequin overlays on the tables. Is there anything else you would have done differently knowing what you know now? I would have maybe added
2: a little bit more florals, just a little bit more. Maybe if my planner would have let me be in the room, I would have um, arranged things to be a little bit differently but that's just me. I'm very OCD. (laughs) Um, but that's about it. I don't think anything else I would have done differently. Maybe not having the carriage if I knew how difficult it was going to be to get in and out of it. But in the video and in the photos, it does look absolutely breathtaking. That's great. Mm -hmm. So just a tip to the brides, just know how hard it is to get in there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's what the footmen are for. They cram you in the thing.
2: I know. It was so difficult.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do you have any other tips or advice for future Disney brides and grooms?
2: I would just definitely tell them to trust their planner. They know what they're doing and they're amazing at what they're doing. And um, just know what you want. Try not to be so wishy-washy. Be firm on a decision and just know that everything's going to turn out amazing.
1: That's great advice. Is there any place online where my listeners can go to read about or see photos of your day?
2: We were actually just featured on Borrowed in Blue. So if you go to borrowedandblue.com, you can just look up Erica and Ozzy's wedding. We were also featured on the Disney Wedding um, fairy tale blog. So you can go ahead and you can also find us there and you can go to, um, to our photographer's website, um, dot She has, um, all of her weddings posted on her album and you can go ahead and see other beautiful weddings as well. That's great stuff.
1: Well, Erica, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. I think this has been really helpful, especially for people who are interested in doing a lot of floral and decor at the reception. And I appreciate your taking the time. Of course. Thank you so much for
2: having me. It was great.
1: That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at disneyweddingpodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com/weddings.asp, or in print at passporter.com and amazon.com.